Though a people's vote hasn't called for it, it's time for a second go at us finding something funny in the news with the next edition of the Fill the News podcast. The headlines this week. Scientists have claimed that people who are overweight have smaller brains. Many have said they want to give the scientists a piece of their mind about this research, but that's only going to make things worse. Saudi women can now get notified of a divorce by text, a quick and easy way to end a union that Theresa May is looking into. And Margot Robbie is to play Barbie in a new movie. We've just bought our ticket for the film, but sadly popcorn and a drink are sold separately. This week in the world of television, Andrew Marr confused two movies by mentioning the film I, Daniel Craig on his BBC show. The job centre is a bit like MI7. It's mysterious, nobody tells you anything and there's always a queue. We're not sure James Bond would survive in the bureaucratic world we've created. Think of all that child support we're paying to Universal Credit. In science, radio waves have been picked up by a telescope in Canada coming from a distant galaxy. I bet though that no matter how distant it actually is, they're still playing songs from The Greatest Showman non-stop. In the wake of the news of these radio waves, there are already 2,000 comments on the BBC News story complaining about Chris Evans, Zoe Ball, Sarah Cox or some combination of all of them. Sticking to a space theme, Russia's only orbiting telescope has stopped responding to commands. Clearly they just need to turn it off-ski and back on again-ski. Rumours of two Russians spotted at the space station causing damage to it were refuted by Putin, as they were only there to see its impressive 123-metre-tall antenna. Brexit rumbles on and the government have been experimenting with Operation Brock, where they test whether holding back lorries in case of port closure affects rush hour traffic. It's a process ironically named after a character in Pokemon who seemed clueless and walked around with his eyes closed most of the time. Like waiting for HMV to discount some goods, we're no closer to a good deal and a key vote is taking place this week. Lord Hattersley has called for a new referendum. He, of course, was famously replaced by a tub of lard on popular panel show Have I Got News For You, an item that is probably already Brexit secretary. Also in politics, there's been much criticism of police for not stepping in when politicians are being called names, insulted and harangued when they're supposed to be doing work. But we're on the side of the police. They're not allowed within the House of Commons to deal with it. Let's leave them to the childish behaviour happening outside instead. The government wants to install a minister for hunger, though the public aren't sure if there's an appetite for it. They'll be keen to promote five a day, a phrase previously associated with the number of Brexit secretaries. Singer Kate Bush has gone on record as saying she is not a supporter of the Conservative Party, which is a shame as if she can make a deal with God in running up the hill, then one with the EU should be a piece of cake for her. In business news, Jeff Bezos of Amazon has applied to divorce his wife of 25 years. We don't know yet if she signed a prenuptial agreement, but the settlement package will probably be delivered while she's out and left behind her bins. In entertainment news, Westlife are back with their new Ed Sheeran penned single, Hello My Love, which includes the weird line, hair growing where it's meant to. Well, if the music career doesn't work out, they can at least get the royalties from the next Vita advert. In the cinema is the new Laurel and Hardy biopic where two men, crippled financially by a divorce that has taken all their money, have to win over the public once more by repeating all their best bits from a golden age while spouting the catchphrase, that's another fine mess you've got us into. I find it strange that the movie is called Stan and Ollie and not Brexit. The Consumer Technology Association, or CAS show, has been taking place in Las Vegas, showing off all the latest technology. A gadget has gone on display that can test your breath to tell you what you should eat. Presumably, if it registers a high alcohol content, it directs you to the nearest kebab shop. 
However, the show has not been without its controversy. An award-winning sex toy for women has been removed from the show, proving that even with fake genitalia, the withdrawal method is still popular. It wasn't the only product aimed at female consumers to draw the headlines this week, which saw some rather revealing bikini bottoms known as a hammock draw scorn online. Surely, though, if anyone had the chance to have a hammock in their front garden during the warm summer months, they'd jump at the chance. New European proposals are coming in, offering a right to repair, where instead of having to buy a new item when it breaks, restrictions on repairs will be lifted. We all know that when it comes to Europe, it's far better to junk the current model and go with something new than try and repair the existing one. And finally, on this week's Fill the News, a prescription mix-up led to a woman being given erectile dysfunction cream for a dry eye condition, proving the old wife's tale right that it would make you go blind. Stacey Dooley has defended her next television project on Britain's Next Makeup Star, getting lippy with people on Twitter, which sounds like a show in itself. Lin-Manuel Miranda, recent star of Mary Poppins Returns, has just bought a bookshop in New York. New York, also known as the Big Apple, presumably also has a big central core, or as Dick Van Dyke would probably call it, core blimey. Andy Murray is soon to retire from tennis and will be going for a well-deserved break, presumably followed by Juice. Utah police have had to warn drivers not to operate their cars blindfolded in a craze inspired by a Netflix movie. My car is powered by Netflix and leads me to fall asleep at the wheel as I don't even get to the end of one journey when it immediately loads up the next one. And according to a latest report, British sarcasm is lost on American audiences. Yeah, right. We'll be back next week with more news. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Fill the News podcast.